reason why 40, 50, and 60 don't look the way they used to, and it's not because of feminism or better living through exercise. It's because of hair dye. In the 1950s, only 7% of American women dyed their hair. Today, there are parts of Manhattan and Los Angeles where there are no gray-haired women at all. Nora Ephron. Hi, I'm Jen Lancaster, and this is the Stories We Tell in Bars podcast. Our opening shot was from one of my all-time favorite writers, R.I.P. Nora Ephron. You were a national treasure, and the older I get, the more I appreciate your brilliance. And by the way, if you're on the younger side and you don't yet feel bad about your neck, rest assured that day is coming. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to welcome you to the show today. I am super excited to, to cover this topic. You might be all, um, you're, you're discussing hair on, on a podcast, but trust me, there is so much to unpack here. Considering like 99% of us have debated cutting bangs with a friend, this episode is really for you. But before we get into the happy hour portion of the show, let's say hey to DJ Lee Farmer. He's providing our music and mastering the mix. I'd also like to introduce my podcasting partner, Gina B., and her very good hair. Ta, my hair is a hot-ass mess right now, but thank you. I, I appreciate the nice. intro. In this bun, I'm so tired of it. It's super frizzy, but we're having a bad hair week because it's so precipitous outside. Yeah. Um, you see how we can go on about hair? This can be a whole topic. Anyway, hello, beautiful people, <laughs> and thank you for tuning in to Stories We Tell in Bars. Today's episode is very close to my my heart because I'm obsessed with my hair. Um, as a black woman, we tend to always be obsessed with our hair just in general. And I think I'm worse. That's hair is how I developed an entire company by my hair being damaged. So that's what Naturals by Gina B is all about. But anyway, before we dive into the hair show, I'd like to thank everyone who's listening to us, whether it's iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podbean, iHeartRadio, everywhere. We appreciate you. Yes, thank you. Thank you really for listening. Um, so we do have a lot to cover today about one of my favorite subjects. But before we do, I want to hear about your Valentine's Day. What did you guys do? Did you get Leah Valentine? I, you know, I got Lee this cute little coupon book. Love Coops. So cute. Where um, did you find it? Online. And one of my favorite influencers um, got one for her boyfriend and um, natural Nisi. She's a great hair vlogger, as mm -hmm. a matter of fact. She's incredible. And um, she's so sweet, and she does the cutest things, and I get a lot of ideas from her. Um, and she did this little book for her boyfriend. She's in a long-distance relationship, which I know way more about than I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> but I decided to, to do one for Lee, and it's personalized, and it's got coupons, and, and he's going to keep in Xerox the one that, that gets him out of the doghouse. <laughs> um, so he'll probably make 12 copies of that did one. Did he get you anything? Did you get her anything? No, you didn't get me anything for Valentine's Day. We went to dinner, but you didn't give me a gift. I mean, yeah, we went to dinner. He planned. Yeah, okay. Oh, but you know what? The gift is that he actually planned dinner. Okay. I um, think that's he's a not gift. a card guy. If I ever got a card from Lee, I'd pretty much assume he'd been lobotomized. Um, I've gotten a couple of cards from Fletch and I've put them online because they are ridiculous because it, they're just these stream of consciousness things. Like I got a bottle of champagne um, and along with a note saying, I want you to drink this and watch the Olympics, um, alone because I know that's what you want because there's nothing that will make you happier than getting drunk, watching elite athletes and criticizing them. <laughs> there we go. He knows you. See, there's I, the man who knows you. I love I, it. I didn't have any um, problem with that. That's awesome. You know, for him, I bought him, um, this big thing of lint candy, a lot of it that I wanted to eat. And that was really the extent. That you wanted to eat? <laughs> well, it was stuff that I'm like, okay, there's a few coconut ones in there that I won't, that I know he won't touch. But otherwise, I have just been 
all Olympics all the time. Oh yeah, you you really do get into it. I haven't been watching. I saw some clips from um from Sean White's snowboarding. I've seen everything. Yeah, I haven't. But you know, remember we we were sitting yep. glued <laughs> to it was such a funny it was a funny night. Okay. So, imagine Jen and I sitting at the bar at House of Blues. My dad's band is playing on the stage and we're sort of we've got one ear on on him. Actually, we have both ears on the stage. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But both eyes are on the were, were those the finals? It was the women's nationals. It was the women's okay. nationals. The figure skating. And I mean, we were all into We knew everything. Yeah, we knew everything. We're like, oh, she's gonna get points taken off for that one. Um the outfits, we were rating the outfits. Some of them were beautiful, some mm-hmm. of them were interesting. Um yeah, so we were totally I into have it. so many opinions on so many Olympic things. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I, I feel like Fletch should should sit there and, and listen to my expert commentary. And I'm sure he's excited about that. I haven't seen him all week. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we have the toasts coming up, so tell everyone what you're drinking. I have um, some Trader Joe's sparkling pineapple-flavored mineral water. That sounds super fancy. It's good. It's actually, it's really, really good. I'm drinking some Diet Snapple iced tea because I'm on the fitness challenge plan. Um, Speaking of which, if you haven't found our fitness challenge, please do so. Anyway, um, I am going to give the toast this week, and I'm going to toast to all Olympic hopefuls. Oh, that's nice. Yes. And and may everyone, um, I know everyone can't do this, but I hope that everyone who is, is on the path to gold actually gets there. I mean, can you imagine spending your entire life, eight hours a day, years and years and years, training for what comes down to three minutes or two minutes or 30 seconds? I can't. I cannot imagine that level of commitment, mm-hmm. I, that, that that level of bravery, that level of dedication. And there I am on the couch drinking pink champagne, laughing at their outfit because you know I'm an asshole. What's really funny, um, Heidi from our comedy class, that was her bit. Her her bit was about how we are, you know, criticism is a favorite national past, pastime for We're us. We're so good at it. We are <laughs> awesome at it. Okay, cheers. Cheers to criticism and just cheers in general. Also... Cheers to Mariah Nagasu for being the first American woman to land the triple axel on Olympic ice. Awesome. And I, yes, I did just sneak in my own toast, much like Oksana Bayul snuck in that triple toe loop to steal the gold from Nancy Kerrigan, despite two-footing her triple flip in 1994. Yeah, I'm still salty. And I'm amazed that you have all those dates down. You are a wealth of Olympic knowledge. Yes, I am. Anyway, throughout today's show, we're going to throw out some fun facts about hair that we found on madisonreed.com. You ready for the first one? I am. 90% of Japanese people wash their hair twice a day, which is a lot, right? Jesus, yeah. 80% of North Americans wash their hair twice a day, and only 25% of the European population washes their hair daily. Okay, I find the double daily wash kind of shocking. I I, I wash my hair every couple of days. Um, it, I mean, with, with so many people that have blowouts, that doesn't... Uh-huh. make a lot of sense because it's it, your your hair always looks better like the second day or the third day and from my research Americans are dirty because I put up a tweet <laughs> last week that the average time it takes people to change their sheets is every 24 days and that grossed me out I mean mm. and I guess people don't have pets um, because I often have to change sheets on beds no one's even slept in because our animals are disgusting and and 
everyone's like, oh, good for you, princess. And one woman was like, um, woman, man, I don't know, one one Twitter person was like, oh, I guess then you, um, you just don't know that there are single mothers and there are working families out there that don't have access to laundry and blah, like... Uh, it's like, okay, you, calm you down. Know what? I, this was not something, this was not social commentary. This was just, you got a dirty pillowcase, how are you not broken out? Right, That's just it. calm yourself That's down, it. Just, lady. just stop. Yeah. I mean, really, stop. People I don't like care. People like to opine. Once again, see the yeah. criticisms. Um, you know, I hear something interesting. So, I have curly hair. And um, when you have natural hair, which is a whole big movement in the black yeah. community with black women, it's like, when you don't have a relaxer in your hair, and your hair is natural, you have a lot of practices um, that some people find very interesting. And I will tell you, I will admit this, and some people wouldn't admit this, but whatever. Um, when my hair is straightened, mm-hmm. because I fight damned hard to keep it straight when it's straightened because I don't want to deal with it every day. Yeah. I would never wash my hair every day when my hair is straightened because that means I'm not, I, I go to get it blown out like right. you mentioned. But if I can keep that shit straight for two weeks, I will do it. Mm-hmm. I will wash my hair every two weeks if... Um, I can keep it straight. I mean, you have just black women have different oil production mm-hmm. when you have when you have hair that curly. I know a yeah. lot of um, a lot of white women who have curly hair will never actually use shampoo. They'll just rinse they it. I mean, co-wash. there's all sorts of yeah. Co-washing is when you use conditioner to wash your hair. That's See, I would co- call it quash. <laughs> no, it's co-conditioner, co-wash. And that is when you just, um, you know what? It used to be that you used just straight conditioner, right? Right. And so then hair companies got hip to the fact that women are using co-wash. So they're creating specific co-washes mm-hmm. just for curly hair. Now I'll tell you on the opposite end of the spectrum, when my hair is curly, mm-hmm. I have to wet it every day. Mm. Otherwise my curl pattern, I look, I look like a cave woman. Other than that, which Lee actually likes, he thinks that looks funny. Well, um, see, that makes me think of I have um I have a, a sheepskin like fur collar, and every time I wear it, I have to spritz it with water so it gets curly again because yeah. then it gets it gets because it gets all mad at right. See, this is exactly what people tell me not to do. We had lunch. I had lunch with Stacy last week, and I was telling her how when my friends talk about their kids, I always bring up comparison stories with my dogs, and she's like, "Yeah, you can't do that." So I guess I can't bring up my fur collar. And, and compare it to your hair. Well, if it's curly, it's curly. Like, I mean, seriously, it's it's because it's the same concept. Um, so it is less offensive than bringing up, like, well, oh, my my daughter does this. Oh, my dog does that. I don't find that. Oh, well, whatever. I don't have any kids. So I'm probably <laughs> the wrong person to ask. It might be less offensive. But yeah, what, what, now, what you don't want to do is if the hair is all matted and gross, say, you know, it's kind of like your hair. Um, that's, uh, that's probably yeah, the yeah. bad. But, you know, it, it's cur- I see why you would put water on it, though, to to, to yeah, kind of regain the curl pattern because curly hair is all about the curl pattern and, and maintaining it mm-hmm. and keeping it a nice consistency. Um, and, and that's not really just a black woman thing. That's if you ask Italian women or if you ask women, you know, I mean, anybody mm-hmm. who's got curly hair, basically. So in with that, I think we are ready for our first break because I could go on and on about my curly hair processes. But coming up, the binge portion of our show is where we're going to dive into all things hair related. And I will not ask to touch your hair because I'm not an asshole. <laughs> yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, 
Katie Gina B here with my co-host Jen Lancaster, and this is Stories We Tell in Bars. Why don't we kick off the bench portion to discuss our hair care routines? I remember how listeners were super fascinated with the thousands of products you use on your skin. I think that was because one of the products I use in my skin contains snail mucus, and that just <laughs> freaked everyone out so hard. But my hair is a lot less complicated than my face. It's not like a multi-step protocol. I, I mean, I wash every couple of days with the Color Care shampoo. Um, I condition it. I use a, a serum to promote growth and some leave-in conditioner. And then I don't blow dry it that often unless I'm going somewhere. Mostly I just scrape it back into a ponytail bun if I'm going to the gym or not leaving the house. It, it really is the least complicated of all of my routines. Now, I'm curious, what do you do? Because I feel like we're opposite here. We are, because as complicated as you are with skin and as how low maintenance as, as I can be, I can be very complicated with hair. Um, so I have a couple of different modes for my hair. If it's just going to be straight, which I'm happy for it to be for as long as possible, yeah. I will just go get my hair done. And the process is, you know, they wash it. I get my hair steamed, though, um, under the dryer. Well, it's the equivalent of, of having conditioner under the dryer. But for my hair, I have low porosity hair. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know about porosity, the porosity level of your hair uh, is determined by the tendency for your cuticles to open or close and to remain closed. So what that really means is low porosity hair, it's very tight, like it's hard for um, moisture or any kind of moisturizer to get into it, right? Um, and this is not a black women specific thing. This is, you know, anyone could have low porosity hair. Um, I wonder what the biological imperative is for that. I don't know. Like I tend to think that Asian women have super low porosity hair. Reason okay. being because they don't really have frizzy. Their hair doesn't frizz. No. They've got that, you know, beautiful, um, you know, super straight, uh, nothing will penetrate it kind mm. of hair, you know, which is awesome. And I'm sure, you know, one of my friends who's Asian is always talking about how she liked to have curlier hair. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, you know what? Be happy for what yeah. you have. Because I have curly hair. And let me tell you, it's not a walk in the park half the time. So when my hair is not straight and when I, I am not at the hairdresser getting it done um and that's when I'll, I'll try to keep it straight for two weeks i told you that before yeah um when it's curly i have to wet it every day because the curl pattern needs to rejuvenate so that said um i'll wet it in the shower i don't wash it every day because i don't want to strip it right but i'll use conditioner like co-wash it um which is conditioner wash my hair and then I will leave some of the conditioner in my hair because curly hair kind of likes having that extra moisture in it. Yeah. And then I'll just use my curly hair products, which range. So it's always a cocktail. It's never one product. <laughs> it, seriously, it is always... I, up in my shower, I have about 12 products in a bin. And depending on how I feel my hair is going to behave that day, I'll pick. Does Lee use any of your products? <laughs> he used to when he had long hair. <laughs> <laughs> and Lee used to use my most expensive, probably like dude. If you don't get out of my expensive stuff, um, but yeah, that was the good stuff. That exactly, that Fletch was the good has, stuff. Like, Dollar-seeking radar. Every time I bring something new in the shower, whatever is the most expensive thing, that's what he will like. Just plunge his little fist into. Uh -huh. Like I had this this Bliss um, um, scrub a long time ago that actually heated up when you put it on. Oh, and he would he would stick his wet hands in there, and that activated all of it, so it just turned to goo. It was like thirty-four dollars, and I'm so mad at him. Like, oh, you just helped yourself. Just take stuff. the money out of his wallet. It He'll makes never me, know. Well, no, I do that all the time. 
I do the oh my 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 jar that I'm saving for my watch um because I put money in every time I go to the gym every time I have a salad I and I. I compensate myself by taking money out of Fletch's wallet. My my big jar is getting quite full. Yeah, I'm sure Fletch <laughs> totally appreciates that. Well, anyway, he ruined my shit, so it's mine. Yeah, fuck it. It's all his fault. Yeah, no, so I have a whole lot of products that I use um, and, it, you know, some gels. I have this custardy type of um, product. That sounds delicious. <laughs> it, it's not because it's gotten in my mouth before and you don't oh. want it in there. It's kind of gross. Um, but I try to use like natural products. I sometimes use my own skin products on my hair. <laughs> Kiss My Ash was created for my hair as a high level conditioner. And I just liked the way it felt on my skin. So I marketed it that way. Yeah. But yeah, I use it. I use it. So anyway, that's my little routine. Okay. Um, how about I give you another fact? Did you know that hair can grow just about anywhere on the body except for the palms of your hands, the soles of your feet, and on your lips and your mucous membranes? That's good. Now, as, as a woman <laughs> of Italian descent, I can tell you that hair growth is a problem. It is a sad state of affairs when left unchecked. My mustache could rival my husband's. Okay, so two thoughts. Number one, we're lo- totally lucky that hair can't grow on mucous membranes because yeah. no one wants any hair growing directly out of their vagina. That would be gross. Ugh, <laughs> ugh, ugh. It's, a mu- it's a mucous membrane. That's what I did not know it that. is. Yeah. Um, second, though, just laser hair removal. I've done laser hair removal. I had it done on my face a whole bunch of times on my mustache and on my little goat How hairs on my chin. Um five or six sessions yeah like okay so you realize it takes about six to eight sessions to totally eradicate it it didn't even slow it down your hair's like fuck you but i mean i had it done on my armpits too because i thought well someday if i go on survivor i want this taken care of because i don't want to be like the girls who are just like looking at their hits the whole time just embarrassed i did not want that to be me if you were on survivor something tells me that the least of your concern would be pit hair I'm oh, probably just saying. No, uh, no, I, 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 I suspect that you are right there. But the mustache <laughs> thing, it's just, it's unkillable. You know what, though? Um, I saw one of my aunts had a little more facial hair than I was comfortable with as a child. And mm. so I did a preemptive strike before I even saw any signs of it. I'm like, let's just kill it all. So <laughs> I did laser hair removal on my a long time ago. You know and, what's so bad about it now is that my near vision is sucks because I'm getting older. So I don't even see all the hair oh. now until I get into the right light. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, why didn't someone tell me? <laughs> it's you like know? shit. It's like, you know, when they have the Olympics in one of those tropical locations and then the Olympics are over and then all the land just goes, uh, the, the, the nature just takes back the highways leading to the, the Olympic stadium and stuff. That's my face. It's just the, the, <laughs> that's like a great the, visual. <laughs> it just, it just encroaches and it comes back. Yeah. See, that's why you have got, you maybe, I think need to get better laser hair removal Yeah. because yeah. it won't. If, do you have dark hair on your face? Um, on my mustache, yes, I do, and and on on the left side, the the the, the witch hairs or the goat hairs or whatever you want to, whatever you want to call them, yeah, they're dark. See, when you have dark hair, you're ideal for laser hair removal, which is why I know you probably need better quality laser hair mm. removal because the ideal for laser hair removal is dark hair, light skin. Yeah, I am the problem child for laser hair removal because I have dark skin, but there is a specific machine for all of you darker ladies out there or men who want to get laser hair removal called a YAG and <laughs> a YAG. I'm not sure what it's short for, but just ask for the YAG because the YAG is not only very good at um, removing 
hair from darker skinned people, it also prevents you from hyperpigmentation. Oh, yeah. Which we're susceptible to because right. of all the melanin. Right. So the last thing you want is to replace hair with a whole bunch of black marks all over your face because that would be gross. Oh, my God. I would kill self. Yeah, exactly. I so, just know. <laughs> so, yeah. So ask if you are darker... Um, ask for a YAG machine and that will take care of your problems because I don't have any problems with it. Let me ask you this. How much of a struggle is your hair? I have to say, um, because I have have stupid waves and a lot of like weird cowlicks, Mm -hmm. my hair was the bane of my existence for a really, for a really long time. My struggle was real. (laughs) Now the best thing for me was growing out my bangs so I didn't have to fight them every day. Yeah. See, bangs are very few people's friends. No, they are I not, don't yeah. see a lot of people that look really great with bangs. So yeah, that was Every time probably... someone gets cut bangs, I thought, oh, they shouldn't have done that. Because they're either too short. And then when they're growing out, they're always mm-hmm. extremely awkward. A lot of bobby pins have to happen. Um, when you were a kid, what was your hair like? I had a friend that was from, um, in grade school, she was from the West Indies, or her, her parents were from the West Indies. Her hair was to her waist. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the full Donna Summer. And every day her mom would like braid it, like two braids that honest to God, each one each one was like the width of a of a baseball. She had the two biggest, fattest braids I wow. have ever seen. They were glorious. Yeah, I had a lot of hair growing up and uh, I didn't cut it until I was in high school. How long I was, was it? Just, it was to the middle of my back when I was a little huh. kid, but like it was always in like two ponytails. Yeah. So it was difficult to really assess. And my mother was just like, you just got too much hair. Like she would have yeah. to deal with my hair. Um, but yeah, I didn't cut it. I, I'm sorry I did now though, because I, I would have just loved to have kept it. Yeah. Um, I would have eventually cut it because, you know, I was self-sabotaging well, yeah, my hair. Just, yeah. So, yeah. okay. I have another fact for you. What's that? The average time a woman spends to wash, dry, and style her hair, one hour, 53 minutes a week. By the time she's 65, she will have spent seven months of her life doing her hair. You know, I'm actually surprised that it's only an hour and 53 minutes a week. I feel like that's, you know why? When I go to the gym, I'm always amazed by this. There's a woman in the gym where I used to go every morning when yeah. I worked downtown. She had a pull car, like a, one of those pull bags, those wheelie yeah, yeah. bags. And she would keep a locker at the gym. And that was just full of her hair shit, right? Huh. And so, and this is a white woman, by the way, because... It's, it's always the thing, like, black women are like, oh, working out ruins my hair. I'm like, you should see how much time white women can spend in there. Oh, because yeah. I would go, I would see her on the way in. Yeah. When I was going to go work out, I would work out, go take a shower. And as I'm walking through the locker room to take a shower, she is still doing her hair. She should just do bar method or something where she doesn't sweat. But I'm like, what is happening? With I mean, it wasn't like she had hair down to her ass Did or she anything. have great hair? Not particularly, but I don't know what it began looking like versus what it ended up as. So I I can't even say because she would have it up. Like by the time I saw her, it was like in a towel or whatever. Yeah. Because she was on her way to do it. But I was like, that took over an hour. Jesus. Every day. Every day. Well, I I can't do that kind of math. I wonder how many months she will have spent by the time she's 65. Yeah. She probably has spent several years doing her hair at that point. Because it's it's, uh, an hour 53 minutes a week is actually not that bad. See, I don't feel like this is time wasted because I always set my iPad up, so I'm always watching something even when I'm drying my hair. Uh I'm just reading the subtitles. So it's just, this is something that I'm doing while I get to watch TV shows that I like. See, when my hair is straight... I can just, when I go to sleep, I wake up because it's up in a bun. 
and my ends are wrapped around so mm -hmm. it maintains its curl at the bottom like right now my hair is a hot frizzy mess but usually when i'm getting ready to go somewhere i just brush it out and i go oh because you sleep on on the satin pillowcases i do the satin yeah that turned into a whole thing for me because i went to look for the satin pillowcases because you're like oh it won't pull your hair out oh it's better for your wrinkles and then i ended up just finding whatever like the amazons these are the best sheets on amazon and i bought them and they're they're no wrinkle and they're great for that but um I wear flannel pajamas, and they're, I don't know, the texture of them, I stick to them. Oh. I will, honest to God, go to sleep and wake up in the same position because I'm Velcroed to the bed. I bet if you slept with no clothes on, you wouldn't be waking up. <laughs> do, do you really think that's ever going to happen? No, I, I even said, I'm like, I think these sheets would be great for people who sleep naked. But for people who sleep in a little flannel business suit, not so good. Not so good. True. Okay, we've digressed. Um, so what is the dumbest thing you've ever done to your hair? Oh, I'll tell you right now, it was sun in. Uh, when I was in eighth grade, I was friends with this girl who had just the most beautiful, like cornflower blue eyes and the silky, like corn silk, um, blonde hair. And she put sun in, in it. We did it together. And she just looked more like Christy Brinkley when we were done. I put it in and it turned orange and uh. I couldn't see that it was turning orange because it was doing it. I, like she kept saying, Hey, I think this is problematic. And I'm like, shut up, Christy. <laughs> it, so it turned orange. And then I spent like a year and a half, however long till I finally got it all cut out, like striped like a tiger. Oh, but that was hot. Oh yeah. It was really all great. All the with, guys with were loving you. With my tinted brown glasses and my chipped front teeth. Good Lord. The, the boys were throwing themselves <laughs> at me, you know? Oh and, my and now God. I think back, I'm like, well, why didn't my mom just like spend $5 on some Miss Clarell to rinse it out, but yeah. we didn't. We did not do sensible things like that in the Lancaster household. And I will give you a good example. Um, our neighbors told us about this great mosquito repellent. You buy Avon Skin So Soft. Right. You spray it on. Mm -hmm. It keeps the mosquitoes away. That way, you're not covering yourself with like the DEET or whatever. And they had so much of it because the whole family used it. They put it in um, like a just for men hairspray bottle. Somehow, my mother <laughs> cut off the first part of that story. So we spent an entire <laughs> summer just liberally spraying ourselves with just for men hairspray. Ew. And you know what? The mosquitoes would stick to us. Like they would, I, mean, I don't know, they would die because yeah, they would just be. that comfortable when you bend your arm? Aren't it you wasn't. Oh, yeah. You, it would make that. Oh, God. It was disgusting. It, so it, how long did you guys do this before you I think until we, idea? until the summer was over, we used up all the hairspray or until our neighbors were like, you did what? <laughs> we got a lot of that. You did what? They no. were on you with knives and forks. Yeah, seriously. Now, what was the, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done to your hair? So. Okay, I've done a couple of dumb things, uh, but okay, we'll talk about color. When I was in California, I, I did this hair show once, mm -hmm. and they used this Sebastian. Um, it was, I think, the color was called Black Orchid or something. So that sounds pretty. It was pretty. It was a dark purple, is what it was. So in darkness, it looked like you just had black hair, but when any light shone on it. You could see the purple. Well, that stuff's great until it starts like washing out and starts turning. Mm. And my mother, when I got home, she was like, listen, you had better not have your hair jeopardize, jeopardize you getting a job. <laughs> like you are not walking into someone's office looking crazy like that. I don't even know what you were thinking, why you colored your hair. I mean, it was a whole diatribe that I had to listen to. So we Aww. ended up coloring that back. Um, so, <laughs> but I've had other incidents with color. It's, it's usually a color thing. Like when I went to, um, oh, this is a cute one. 
this hairdresser that I used to have, and I don't know why I kept him around for so long because he stressed me out. He never, he never took my instruction. Mm. So he always wanted my hair shorter than I wanted it. He always wanted it styled differently than I liked. Then do it for free. Well, this is my point, dude. You have no hair. He was a bald man. Oh, you were his Barbie head then. Apparently. And I hated it. And I was like, why am I paying him? But it didn't strike me that I should not be paying him to do anything to my hair. Well, until you were younger then. I wasn't. Well, I was an adult. No. This How is, old were you? Fast forward. I was in my 20s. Oh, you don't know shit in your 20s. No. no. Yeah, but no. I should have known better than this, honestly. Yeah. But I ended up losing my mind in the salon. I'll tell you why. So... I was thinking, he was always trying to talk me into coloring my hair. And so I said, all right, well, you know, it's it's around the holidays. Let's do something. A rich brown would be pretty. Mm-hmm. A nice glossy. Um, See, would he have to lift your, because your hair color is naturally black. Would he have to lift it? No, like, my hair color is naturally brown. Oh, I didn't know. I've never it's seen streaky. you without black hair. I've been dyeing my hair because I do it myself. After this incident, this is what sparked the, the my hair color from, from then on. This huh. is the pivotal moment for me. So... He, (laughs) I decided to trust him and he turned me away from the mirror so he could (laughs) color my hair, which I should have known that that was going to be, because I don't don't trust him. So he colors my hair and I'm sitting, I'm waiting for it to, you know, take, um, take effect. And all of a sudden something dripped down on my forehead. So I just casually reached up to wipe it off and I looked at my hand and it was burgundy. Ooh, burgundy and we had this um rule where if it's not found in nature it should not be in my hair right and so i called him over and i was like dude you know what you'd better hope that this is not the color of my hair when this washes out better hope i don't want to see anything close to this in my hair when my hair is done and then he starts like getting mad at me and i was like don't pull that diva bullshit on me i have paid you good money to color my hair the way i want it colored and if you have done something like a switcheroo treatment on me then i will be so pissed so he washes it out sure enough my hair is a very very dark like burgundy color kind of like your sweater i mean it's not quite that bad but it's pretty bad and I was like, it's great on a sweater. You, you know, <laughs> I have to go into a corporate office every, what is wrong with you? And so I was not nice about it at all. And so I said, what about my rule? If it's not found in nature, it shouldn't be in my hair. He goes, well, you see how this is the color of cherry wood. I was like, I was talking about, <laughs> couldn't have grown from a head asshole, not like bark of a tree. <laughs> like, what are you talking about right now? So I never have seen him since. And ever since then, I will not let anybody color my hair, except for I do it myself. I color it a very, very, well, it's black, basically. And that's it. That's the long and the short of it. Because <laughs> my hair has always been kind of streaky. I never really liked it anyway. Yeah. It's been streaks in it. I never had to sun in it, sun in it, uh. in it for it to be streaky. So I just, you know, I'm like, no, no one's ever doing that to me again. I'm traumatized. I have hair PTSD. And that's my story. Hmm. Anyway, um, so that said, I have a fact yeah. based on this. So in 1950, only about 7% of women colored their hair. But in 2015, it was up to about 75%. No, why do you think those stats changed so much? Do you think the women in the 1950s who, who colored their hair were floozies? I mean, like... They what, were hoes. Is it, is, it, is it societal? <laughs> is it a tech... Like, why? What, what's, what's the change? I think, well, one, I, I think that everyone now colors their hair. Yeah. And you can change anything now. Yeah. It doesn't matter what it is. 
there is a way to change every single thing if you don't like it. Did you see that Sammy Sosa has bleached himself into a white, uh, like a white cowboy now? Looks crazy. Seriously. Sammy Sosa has turned himself, Lee's saying he's an albino. He has turned himself into the craziest looking person I've see, ever the seen. the skin wasn't, the, the fact that he was wearing cowboy, like, like a full on cowboy outfit was really what got me. But that's, we should put that up. That's, yeah, that's a whole different thing to unpack. That's, yeah, that's, he looks ridiculous. I mean, I just, and I look at his wife and I think, what? what his wife of, is gorgeous. Well, yeah, but like, how is she living with that every day? Like, didn't she want to pull him to the side and say, dude, maybe this is not the best idea? Maybe like, she's into it. It could be that she is. I, I, I don't know. I would not be able to live with that without saying, you know, it's time to, to halt. Like, you need to maybe go into some sort of clinic and figure yeah, out I what's wrong or, or whatever. But, um, but, oh, we should probably get back to the whole hair color thing. But that was nuts. Yeah. I mean, because you, yes, your point, you can change anything but why do you th- do you think it's just easier do you think it's less expensive i mean why i think it's probably less expensive i think there are a lot of people who can do it themselves like i color my own hair yeah. myself and and that's pretty inexpensive i make a mess but it's pretty inexpensive yeah but i also think there's this trend now you know there's the trend to have primary colored hair so you see everyone's got green and blue and red hair I don't particularly care oh, for see, the trend. I think it's cute on the young girls. Yeah, young girls. And I think maybe when you say young girls, you mean under 18. Oh, I think like 18 through mid-20s. I think until you actually have to have a real job, I think it's fine. I right. think it's cute. It is cute when you're... Right. I, I don't disagree with you. But, you know, here's when it's not cute. When you're older and you don't maintain it. Mm. The problem that I have with hair color and highlights and all that is that people don't maintain their hair colors. So they end up with like this half and half hair. Yeah. Where it's not intentional. Some people do cool designs in their hair where they're like, oh, look, half of it's blue and half of it's, you know, whatever. No, this is because you've colored your hair. You haven't kept it up. It's growing out. It looks crazy. Well, um, now that's the person on Twitter. Well, maybe it's single mothers and people who can't get themselves to the hairdresser. And, well, like, then stop. I, just, co- I, just don't. Don't do it. Yeah. That do, do you know troll. anybody who doesn't color their hair? I know one person. Um, I mean, any woman. Like, I don't think. That's a great question. Hair. No. No, I only know my, my college roommate has never colored her hair. Cause she's just, Joanna, never? Never once. She's just, here's the thing. She's just so sensible about things. I'd like, she never got her ears pierced. She's like, I, I'm really? not ever going to get my ears pierced until someone buys me diamond earrings. And then I kept threatening her with diamond earrings. She's like, you know, it's, it's, it's a little late now, but she's never colored her hair because her mother never colored her hair. She's like, I am good with aging gracefully. I am fine with this. Oh. Um, and sometimes when we go out and we take pictures, I will Photoshop her what she would look like if she did color her hair. And this does not please her. <laughs> I'm sure she's appreciative of that. Yeah. No, you know what? What's funny? My mother never colored her hair. My mother loved her salt and pepper. My mother had perfect salt and pepper hair. Mm. It was like perfect. And everywhere we went, and she had gorgeous texture of hair too. Mm-hmm. Um, everywhere we went, people were like, oh my God, your hair is so beautiful. And it was like a source of, you know, she's like, oh, see, they, they thought my hair is so pretty. I'm like, calm down. But yeah, I, I would, um, yeah. Would you ever go salt and pepper or all no. gray? Mm-mm. I mean, the, the girls now, this is what makes me crazy. Like you want, you want green hair, you want pink hair, you want blue hair, knock yourself out. The women who are dying it like that steel gray, go fuck yourself. Yeah, I, I will fight that till the day I die. But you know what, though? I was at BeautyCon last year. And I, this woman, it, she, she was stunning. And she had dyed her hair that gray. Mm-hmm. And it just, it was a perfect color for her skin. She was obviously yeah. very young. 
Um, but that's the only person I've seen that, that looked great in the gray. Yeah, one I person not... out of the whole world. <laughs> exactly. I did see an example, though. But yeah, I don't think that gray would be my my thing. I don't think anything makes you look older than gray hair. And, you know, because I'm obsessed with not looking old. Although I don't like when your hair when you're still coloring your hair too dark because I think that also ages you. It can. I I color my hair. I, my hair is the darkest it's ever going to be. It's But it's not black. too dark right now. Well, not because I have darker skin. Right, right. Dark plays, black hair plays well to my just general coloring. Yeah. But if you are light, like I had a friend who, she's very fair skinned mm-hmm. and she accidentally ended up with some black hair and mm. I was like, you look like Elvira. Like it was <laughs> not a cute look. And we teased her for a while, and then she had to kind of damage it to bleach it back out. Yeah, because it, it, be. it just needs to be a little bit lighter because it softens everything, unless you are not obsessed with this and you have a real life outside of what you look like in the mirror. And that's cool. God bless. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not there. No, I'm not. I'm not probably you know? ever going to be there. Anyway, I have another fact. The average person has about 100,000 to 150,000 strands of hair on her head. So don't worry about the 40 to 150 you lost in the shower today because that's normal. Yeah, that always stresses me out when I see like hair in the drain. And then I have to remember, my hair's been in a ponytail for two days. I haven't taken it out. I haven't brushed it. So all of the hair that I would lose over the course of two days is still right there. Mm -hmm. So it's fine. Yeah. You know? No, it's fine. Now, did did we cover your worst hair story? Because the sun in was bad. That was the dumbest thing that I've ever done. But I think my worst hair story is back in the uh, the late nineties. I used to see this guy at curl up and die. I mean, because that was the the salon from Blues Brothers. I'm yeah, like, I thought when that was I go so to cool. Chicago, I'm going to get my hair done there, and uh-huh. I did. Uh, and this guy was um, I forget where he was from. He wasn't from the U.S., but he was really really high on cold meds one night, uh-huh. and he decided he would just like cough all over me and, and try to do my hair anyway. He was like That's super awesome. high on cold meds, and he butchered it so badly that I had to wear a ponytail for two months after that. He he took off like six inches when I was trying to grow it out. I may or may not have looked into having him deported. <laughs> I, I Did he do it? Was it layers? What? How did he do it? He, he just cut just, off length? It was just, he randomly, imagine being super high and trying to attach, uh, trying to do a skill that requires fine motors. Fine, fine motor, oh, motor wow. skills. It didn't, no, it didn't, it, no, it was, it was horrible. It was awful. When, has that happened to you with a bad cut or is it just like your color just yeah I've had some bad cuts too um I've had I've had some I've had some hair disasters uh when I was in high school my mother's stylist was not paying attention and just gave me her identical haircut my mother's. <laughs> and my mother thought it was gorgeous and of course I was mortified <laughs> so that was bad um that's a traumatizing moment then you know what I think that one of the most um pivotal and traumatizing moments was when my hair was fried when it got mm. tea damaged yeah that was and and I was just beside myself because I still love being able to wear my hair naturally curly and yeah. I can do it anymore and yeah. I was pissed, and but I have a business out of it, so I guess I yeah. can't be that no, mad. it worked out. But yeah. Now, can you explain to people what it means when someone says you have good hair? Because that's, oh that's a specific thing. That's a big thing in the black community. So Chris Rock did a whole movie um, called Good Hair, where you examine what that means. Classically, what that meant was that your hair was not super kinky. Mm-hmm. Um, and it meant that, you know, when people said, oh, you got that good hair... That means that your hair um, looked like you might have been 
diluted with another nationality. So mm. maybe it looks like you're biracial or, you know. So it's a really weighted term. It's a super weighted term. It's, it's, it's like, it's, it was very defining for a lot of girls growing yeah. up, um, you know, and it's, a term that's they, they've been trying to phase it into something different yeah but you know people still kind of know what you mean like oh, you got that good you got that good hair like people all tell me that if i'm wearing my hair curly oh i see what kind of hair you have and i'm like i have a curly mess on my head yeah <laughs> like i don't know what you're talking about but um to me good hair is hair that's healthy that grows yeah that's what that means to me um but for some people it means like oh she's biracial she's got like quote unquote like white people's hair and, and you've you've never done anything like you've never gotten extensions. You've never done uh-uh. like the crazy braids or anything. Nope, I've never had anything artificial in my hair. Because I would do that every day. Well, if that were if this if I had if I had your hair every day, I would have just shit in it, like interesting shit. I can't. Um, I have my hands in my hair all day. Mm. Like it's a nervous tick. It's I just reach up and what I do is I grab my hair mm-hmm. and my shit would be on the ground. Mm. Like if I ever had a weave or anything, half of it would be hanging because I will have unraveled it by digging in my hair. It was also just never that appealing to me. Yeah. I, here's funny. Last year when we went to Indonesia, I didn't know if I was going to feel like dealing with my hair because yeah. of the, the climate and stuff. And I thought maybe I'll get like Senegalese twists. I think that would be so cute. Remember I thought that was going to yeah, be so cute. Yeah, I thought cute. that would be adorable. And I kept sending you like suggestions. Yeah. Well, until I brought the suggestion to Lee. Who was like, what, what, what? <laughs> you're you're going to get a weave? And I was like, no, honey, I was going to get Senegalese twists. But but that's with fake hair, right? Is it? Yeah, because you don't have enough hair. Like, oh, I didn't my know hair that. was, they have to add hair in order for them to hang down. Oh, okay. And he's like, no. Mm-mm. And then he said, well, we're, we're going to be photographed. <laughs> 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 he was so concerned. I was like, all right, fine. I won't do it. So I just wore my hair curly the whole time and it worked out okay. But anyway, you bring up a point that's an actual thing. Um, So this is a little long, but I wanted to read you guys something from the Huffington Post written by Antonia Ophia, a black woman discussing her experience with five of the most loaded words in the English language. Can I touch your hair? Oh, dear. Here we are. So two years ago, an unnamed black woman an unnamed black woman hosted an ask me anything topic on the social news site, Reddit. I'm a black woman. Ask me anything about my hair. Her discussion garnered 478 comments. Jesus. It was a highly positive and productive discussion though, with barely any trolling and should be required reading for blacks and whites alike. Okay. So one part of the discussion that stuck out was this response to a comment about touching a black woman's hair. Never in capital letters ever, 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 (laughs) touch anyone's hair without expressed consent from them first. Seriously. Similarly, many white women on the forum long hair community say they dislike their hair being touched, especially by strangers. It's creepy. So it seems the consensus is a black woman's hair isn't taboo. A stranger's hair is taboo. That makes sense. Common courtesy says don't touch. So even if we can all agree that it's unacceptable to to touch any stranger in any sort of way, we're still left with an unsatiated curiosity about black hair. And the sheer amount of questions on that Ask Me Anything discussion shows just how deep the curiosity goes. I think that this is something that has to be said, not because people are necessarily assholes, but because we can be really impulsive idiots. Hmm. I don't think the, the urge is a lot different um, than, than people who want to put a hand on a pregnant woman's stomach. It's like a, like a, like a primal 
instinct. Yeah, so is shitting outside, but it's still not something we do. <laughs> I, guess, <laughs> I guess my point is to keep your paws to yourself should be like common sense, but it, it not. It isn't. And, and, you know, all of, I've never been pregnant, but all of my friends who have been pregnant are like, I wish people would keep their hands off my stomach. It's rude. It's like, would you just go touch a stranger like that? Like maybe, I don't know. I think I'm, I'm, I'm rethinking my whole life now. I've never, (laughs) I have never touched my friend's stomachs pregnant. Unless if, they've said, here, he's kicking, and they put my hand, and I don't want to feel if that. If you really, touch my stomach now, you'd lose your hand up to your wrist. I mean, not, I'm not saying you would lose it in it, but like, no, that's mine now. Sorry. You've given it to me. Yeah. I, I yeah. Well, I just think it's rude, and, and I've had people ask, can I touch your hair? And I've, I've politely told them that was probably not the best idea, <laughs> that they may pull back a stump. Um, but you want to know the great irony? Yes. According to Nielsen, the black consumer market has more than $1 trillion in spending power. Everyone should want to touch our hair. <laughs> There's gold up in there. Um, did you know that black women spend more than $7.5 billion annually on their hair? Wow. I personally spend about a half million. <laughs> and they spend 80, 80% more on cosmetics and skincare as their non-black counterparts. Holy shit, I'm in the wrong business. You're in the right business. Right? Um, I'm trying to get a little bit of that market share. So in the movie, The Graduate, young Dustin Hoffman was advised to go into plastics. Now I tell people to go into hair. Um, According to the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the expected growth rate for barbers and hairdressers is 10% by 2024. I I, I imagine if you're really good, you could do very well. A few factors are driving this growth. First, organic and products produced using sustainable methods are really, really big now. Like naturals by Gina B. Absolutely. I mean, that's one of the things. I like to know what I'm rubbing into my body. The skin is your largest organ. And what you rub into it really has a lot of effect on what goes on inside. You make that sound dirty. What you rub into it? What you rub into your largest organ? <laughs> um, <laughs> keep it rubbing. No, but but seriously though, you just you want to know um, what you're putting into your hair, mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, hair products and a lot of hair processes have been linked to health diseases. Oh. Um, I have my friend, Dr. Melanie Macklin is, um, she was actually in good hair. She's a celebrity oh, cool. dermatologist. And um, she That's is, her platform is really don't relax little girl's hair that can lead to like fibroid tumors um, or, or things like that. So you, you th- we're becoming more conscious of that. Mm-hmm. And really like natural oils, oils and butters do the best job. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing a huge increase in revenue for hair care products for an aging population as well. Like unnaturals by Jen L. <laughs> <laughs> we're also seeing exponential growth in the marketplace for men's products and services as well as for babies and children. Okay, I go to the salon and I see parents there with tiny kids getting haircuts, like three and four years old. Mm. I mean, this isn't like a kid's cut place. This is like Jen gets her haircut there place. These parents are dropping 60 to 70 bucks on a haircut for a person who may or may not be able to wipe their own ass. Like, that, <laughs> I was probably 12 before my mom stopped cutting my hair with a bowl and, like, some craft scissors. Oh, my God. I would love to have a video of that. Um, <laughs> oh, I have pictures of me with my bowl cuts. I bet that don't was you hot. think I don't? You with the sun in and the bowl cut? Uh, you, are, yeah. you are painting such a beautiful picture. Um, so that dovetails us into our next fat, sort of. Yeah. 
So cutting your hair does not affect its growth, but it does help to avoid split ends, which can work their way up the hair shaft and make the individual shafts thinner, giving your hair the appearance of not growing. That's so true. Yeah, I always think you get your hair trimmed so it looks longer. I, eh, eh. I always think people take off too much. It's, it's just me. Now, when, when okay, we're talking about hair. What do you think the most iconic hairstyles ever have been like Bo Derek's braids, the Jennifer Aniston's Rachel, like those big beachy curls that Farrah Fawcett has. Like, what what are the most, what are the iconic hair? Well, when people start walking into salons and saying, "I want that," so people will say, "I want a Halle Berry cut" because mm. she's known for that pixie. Yeah. Um, in the '90s, people were saying, "I want that salt and pepper." Uh, Remember those yeah, that's, crazy that's what I'm talking about, the asymmetric music bobs? Factory with the, See, with I didn't, the, that didn't register with me, I, but salt and pepper totally registers yeah. with me. With that crazy, you know, they had crazy hair. With your bicycle, um, bicycle shorts and your big square gold earrings. Yes, yeah, that, another hot moment jacket. in time. See, this is, these are see, some these bad are the pictures haircuts. I want to see of you. Um, I don't even think I had. Bullshit, you don't. No, I don't really. Seriously, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I wasn't particularly trendy. Um, yeah. But then, you know, people will say, like, Eddie Murphy made the joke about the Angela Davis afro. You know, it's like the <laughs> biggest afro in the world. Or who else had great hair? Or hair that was like, super just the iconic hair. Oh, do you remember? Um, oh, shoot. No, that wasn't iconic hair. Like, well, okay. So like you mentioned, the Rachel mm-hmm. was always a big hair um, thing. Who else had, like, really? That was really... not a good... Like the the um the Florence Henderson shag, you remember she the had like mullet? the short hair. That was a mullet. I guess it was, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, that was. Ooh, I hated that. Business in the front, party in the back. <laughs> That's what they always say. That was a mullet. That was not cute. I mean, she was you know pixie-ish and sort of adorable, but that hair was just not working. It, you know, she looked like a Simpson character before there were Simpson characters with that haircut. Yeah, she looks a little crazy. Yeah. She couldn't have gotten that. That will not be happening right now. So who is the most iconic hair you can think of right now? You look at anybody right now who anybody. like, and you're like, oh, that's the hair I would like. You know why it's hard to, to, to really name that? People change their hair now because there's so much going on with mm. extensions. Who knows what anyone's hair really looks like? Yeah. I don't know. Um, you know, you look at, you, you've got me watching that damn Kardashian show. <laughs> Every single time you look at one of them, their hair looks different. Kim Kardashian's hair can range a foot. It, it varies a How foot in length. How much of that is length. her real hair, though? I don't know. I can't even... I, I, don't, I have no idea. Hmm. I have no way to gauge that. You know whose hair I really love? And I, it's, it's because I follow her on Instagram because I'm stalking her husband. Who? Jenna Duan Tatum. I don't even know what her hair looks like. It's just... It's like the perfect length, and it's just a nice lob. She always has it styled in a way that's really cute, and she's just cute as a button. Now, some people draw this distinction. Is it wife length or girlfriend length? It's shoulder grazing. I think it's wife length. So that's wife length. Yeah. Girlfriend length is longer. Yeah. A a man told me that. Interesting. Yeah. Wife versus girlfriend length hair. Interesting. I never knew that. He wanted his wife to have girlfriend length hair. Hmm. I know. Isn't that funny? Then he should pay for extensions for her. This is my whole point. Then get it done. Anyway, so we're going to take a quick break. To check our hair. And we're going to discuss a big social media topic going around right now about a father who cut his daughter's hair as punishment. Such an interesting topic. Um, We'll be back with the last call after the break. Okay. Welcome back to Stories We Tell in Bars with me, Gina B, and my co-host, Jen Lancaster. We are going to finish up by discussing a story out of Ohio. 
Okay, let's bring people up to speed if they're not familiar. I'm going to actually read this story from Fox 8 in Cleveland because I, this is just the most succinct way to get through it. Okay. A family dispute about a child's haircut results in investigations and the leave of two Middleton Township volunteer firefighters, according to the fire chief. It stems from a now viral Facebook post by the girl's mother, which infers her daughter's long hair was cut dramatically short as a possible punishment for getting highlights on her birthday. According to Haskins Police Chief Colby Carroll, they, along with Wood County, Wood County, <laughs> let's not edit that out. That's just let's funny. Keep that there. Wood County Children's Services are investigating a potential child abuse complaint. Carroll says the girl's mother alleges the haircut happened under the direction of the child's stepmother and father, who are firefighters. This is a quote. I've been doing this since 92, and I've never had a case I would say that's like this, said Carol. Mom was upset with how her child was being cared for, lack for lack of better terms. Middleton Township uh, Fire Chief Steve Asmus. <laughs> this is it's why like I'm 12 Christmas years old. <laughs> says the firefighters will remain on leave pending the outcome of the investigations. This is why I majored in television broadcasting and made it half a semester. I could not do the news giggling about Asmus. So Asmus, who would not name the individuals involved... It's Christmas in Asland. Okay. Okay, he would not name the individuals involved. He says that they have been on staff for around two years and he has never received a complaint regarding their work. No charges have been filed against either party. Fox 8 has reached out to the woman who issued the complaint but have not received a response. Now, have you seen this story on your timeline at all? It's been all over BuzzFeed, which is how I heard about it. Yes, I've I've read so much commentary about this story. Um, Because the girl was super, super cute, 13, with like like hair down to her bra, um, like very, very nicely highlighted. And then Mm -hmm. the next picture you see, she has her hair cut like a boy. And not like even like a cute, short pixie haircut, but just like with some spikes on top, which they said happened because she got the highlights. And... I really don't want to think that her dad and stepmom held her down and did this. Again, I don't know why they just didn't go out and buy a $5 bottle of hair color and 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 fix it if they if the girl wasn't allowed to have it. Right. You know, that whole story kind of doesn't make sense to me in general. So, right? I, I just You know what? Here's Okay. Here's the thought process. I I saw the story. Yeah. And Really, what this comes down to is parents who aren't together, who are disagreeing, who don't like each other. Okay. Right. So that's that's the beginning of it. Where, so number one, way to get your daughter on the pole in four years. At, number one. Right. I mean, yeah. Well, and not just the fire pole. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> with the asthmus. With the asthmus. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, we're, we're losing we it do, right we now. We need to drink if we're not. <laughs> um, so her mother was like, "No, I forbid you to do this." Her father was like, "You know what?" I can, I'm your parent if you want to do it. No, vice versa. The mom did it. The dad didn't. The mom said she could get her highlights. Oh, that's right. Okay, let yeah. me back up. Okay. Wait, yes. yes. The, mo- the mom's like, look, I'm your mother. I can, um, you know, I'm the one that tells you what you can do with your hair. And she goes to her dad. So her dad's like, look, I told you that you aren't supposed to be getting these highlights. And so. Because she needed to get up her grades. Yeah, exactly. And the mom just went and did it anyway. And he's like, that's a perk. So we're cutting your hair. Yeah. Now this, like. Which, okay. Now, where it turned for me, okay, I I read this story, and I was like, okay, well, the parents disagreed. She's, of course, an opportunistic teenager, so she's going to go with whichever parent is going to allow her to do whatever she wants to do, right? right? Thinking that they're 
there won't be ramifications sure. on the other side. And all right, so maybe it was a draconian punishment on the side of the father and the stepmother. Um, and it was apparently the stepmother's niece who did the haircut. I just can't imagine a hairdresser participating in holding someone down and cutting off their hair. Doesn't that violate, like, I don't know, the the, the hairdresser's Hippocratic Oath? I mean, <laughs> Is there a Hippocratic Oath of hairdressers? Is all, half of mine would have no, failed that oath. That Do I, no I'd harm. They've but done it harm. Just, it, um, wouldn't she have just been squirming? Like, I don't. Well, the other thing is I saw the picture of her post haircut and it looked a little too neat for her to have been held down. And yeah, if someone's struggling to keep you from cutting their hair, yeah. then they're, I mean, that's going to be a choppy haircut. You're not going to have the neat rows exactly. shaved into it. Now, now I, this to me, just the way the mom went on about it. And I, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. If this is abuse, I'm sorry. I get the feeling this is a social media stunt because well, the GoFundMe. Absolutely. That's where it turned for me, too. Okay, I get. All right, fine. Someone hacked off their kid's hair, didn't like the highlights. Why are we raising money for this? Yeah, and the thing is, they were asking for $3,000. For what? You know, and people are, number one, people are, are saying, oh, like, we'll give you extensions, we'll give you wigs, we'll do this, we'll do that. Uh, and they're like, well, she left all of her things at her father's house. Well, according to the story, she was only there on the weekend, so wouldn't all of her things been at her mother's house? Oh, she's afraid to go back there. Well, wouldn't the authorities be involved? Oh, she needs she needs three thousand dollars for gas. Where the hell is she driving? Mexico? Like, well, come um, on. What I don't understand either is why is this? I mean, okay. It is draconian, like I said. Yeah, it's right? awful. It is awful. If it's true, we haven't heard the f other side of the story We yet. don't know. That's one. Two, you know what? People have short haircuts every day. It is like anyone needs to band together to get this chick some hair extension. She has hair that grows. It'll grow out. We don't need to have, you know, oh, let's make her a wig. She doesn't have cancer. It isn't like her hair yeah. fell out of her head. They, you know, she has a short haircut. People get short haircuts on a daily basis. Yeah. I mean, not trying to be insensitive, but at the same time, it's like, this is not... Although Scarlett did that on Nashville, I stopped watching. Nashville? I did not, on Nashville. Didn't you ever watch oh, the show watch Nashville? Show. She cut her hair Oh, off? my God. This woman had the most beautiful waist-length curly hair, and she decided she was done with it, like, in real life, and also on the show, she cut it off. Like, Felicity didn't watch it after she cut it off. Oh, her. yeah. Yeah. See, yeah, and that was a tragic haircut on well, Felicity. Yes, it was. She did not look cute no. with that at all. That was not... Mm -mm. But, anyway... There are people that cut their hair off to dedicate to donate it to Locks of Love. Yeah, people get short haircuts every day. I'm not giving any money to a little spoiled girl. But so many people are. And here's the thing: we don't know if she's spoiled, but this story has hair on it because they kept putting up GoFundMe's, the and they kept get yeah exactly they kept getting taken down, and finally they 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 got one to stick. It just mm, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't pass. And the once smell you test. start asking for money. Yeah. That's when, you know, I start to get super suspicious. And like that, remember we were talking about that little, that oh, yeah. little kid who yeah, the little was kid being who was allegedly being bullied, bullied? Because he was a little racist. Because he was a little racist. You, you know what? Maybe if I caught him, I'd beat that ass too. You're going to get punched <laughs> in the face if you use terms you, that you shouldn't be exactly. using. And his parents were, were social media whores. I think we're going to see this more and more. And it's bothers me so much yeah it's you know yeah it's 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 troublesome it's very manipulative yeah um if if this is all true this girl this happened to this girl her mom put this up because she was so frustrated wanted something to show the courts in that case i'm sorry but right now i have some adult some some doubts and i think that you and i are the only ones who do because i read through 
hundreds of social media comments and everyone is arguing what's abuse, what's not, what's this, what's like, is there a possibility this is bullshit? I believe is a high possibility that it's bullshit because I tend to be skeptical in general. And I also don't like when people do these GoFundMe things. They drive me insane. But that'd be my condiment. I can't believe it's not bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And that'd be a great, that'd be a great tasting condiment too, because (laughs) it's, it's so applicable to so many situations. And it's also, I almost find this situation to be, how do I put this? Almost insulting to, so many kids who are getting abused. Yeah, just if if you have, if you follow the news cycle, some bad shit has happened recently. Ooh. In in the scheme of things, maybe a haircut is not so bad. If you want to do some GoFundMe stuff, I think that you can probably find better benefactors. There really are. I mean, I just I saw one that cracked me up once. This this a GoFundMe. <laughs> this mother, no, not a GoFundMe, oh. but this it, it was a haircutting situation. But it was it was actually funny. Um, this. I guess this little boy decided that he was um, a little too um, mouthy and aggressive. And so his mother said, if you want to behave like a man, I'm going to give you an old man haircut. And so she <laughs> cut him as though he had balding. Like, oh. you know, so she gave him that. It was hilarious. I mean, she just, yeah, she gave him the bald man haircut <laughs> where he had like the, the, I don't know. What do you call like that? A comb over? It was, yeah, it would be like a comb over. Um, but it was just funny. So she 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 had him have his hair cut like that. So he looked like an old man. If he wanted, he wants to behave that way. See, that's I think the this is funny. Have. There's a hundred million people right now who that horrified. Yeah, there there yeah. are people. But you know what? It grew back in five minutes. Yeah. I, I don't. It isn't like they got her laser hair removal on her head. Yeah. And 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 she's never going to have hair again. I, there there are kids that are being killed. They're being abused. Yeah. There are and and this. I, I can't I can't cry a river for this. I'm sorry. Right, right. And also, I think it's like half bullshit anyway. So three thousand dollars. Like, I'm gonna sit back with some popcorn and see what happens. Yeah, you know, <clears> I got <throat> extensions. I don't know, five or six years ago, because I was doing my my book, my '80s book. Um, what was it uh, Pretty in Plaid? And I had like I it wasn't even half of that to no. get these extensions. And I got like Chicago salon pl- prices, right. not somewhere in Ohio prices. Exactly. You know, I, I, uh, yeah, I'm not. Uh, this one isn't sitting well with me. We're gonna see. Yeah. We're gonna see how it turns out. Let's 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 document it on our. What's my favorite thing site. to say? Prove me wrong, people. Prove me wrong. I would love for someone to. <laughs> I would love. Hey, if you're listening and you're you're the mother of that child and you have a viewpoint, let us know. Oh, I'm sure she does. <laughs> I don't know. If she's listening to us, but I'm sure she yeah. has a viewpoint. <laughs> anyway, I think that's gonna do it for us today. Okay. Um, so, what's our takeaway today? What did we learn? I think that we have learned to um, to to choose your style as well, to tip your style as well, and keep your hands to your damn self. That's Those are good learnings. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this has been Stories We Tell in Bars with Gina B. and Jed Lancaster. Thank you, DJ Lee Farmer, for running our soundboard and mastering the mix. Um, do us a favor. If you like what you hear, please give us a good rating on iTunes because that's going to help other listeners find us. For more about me, visit IamGinaB.com. Keep up with Jen Lancaster at JenLancaster.com. Email us at storieswetellinbars at gmail.com and participate in our fitness challenge if you want. Um, that's Facebook, uh, Stories We Tell in Bars Fitness Challenge. Uh, so, yeah. Okay. I think that's going to do it for us today. Now, you don't have to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. <laughs>